Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Whoa, whoa, I'm peeking a little bit. Turn that down. Whew. The Zoom can't handle me. You Hello and welcome. No, oh. no. <laughs> I, to be fair, I rushed Joel into starting whoa, the recording and then as soon as whoa, he started, whoa, I said... Whoa, whoa, I don't like that. <laughs> you dare interrupt this. Oh my God. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory. The world's... Oh. <laughs> I, I sort of went on my tiptoes excitedly and every little bit of ligament in my ankles clicked. I, I don't even know if you better hear that on the recording, but God, I'm old. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many film ideas as we like, but only one will be taken through to the next stage where it will be placed on James Cameron's submarine. Swam down. Do you swim a sail? Drive a submarine. Pilot? Pilot. What the hell good. do you... Piloted down to the bottom of the Mariana Trench. Played at an extreme volume on a loop until we finally flush out what's down there. I'm Joel, a man who puts the wife in kiwi fruit. Don't look for it. And across from me is John Harris, the only man on planet Earth who owns a penny farthing exercise bike. <laughs> Hello, John. Oh, I can't believe you didn't do that one sooner. I know. I thought of it this morning, and yeah, it's it, it, so people listening will probably think that's just a fun thing I said. It's not. It's real. It's, it's real. not John's really not a penny, penny farthing. It's just a weird looking exercise bike that. It's not um, weird looking. It's weird to sit on. We all went around to John's <laughs> house for a lovely summer barbecue and um, had a quick look in John's workout shed. And there's an exercise bike in there where the, you sort of sit so low and the handles are like the handlebars are sort of above your head. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like a big penny Victorian workout. And what doesn't help is that you, when you go on it, you wear like one of those one strap strongman outfits. Yeah. From Victorian a Victorian circus. And you've got weights that are just like big black balls on the end of a... <laughs> A pole? You don't really help yourself. Uh, yeah, I, look, I'm trying a new thing. You know, fitness is big on social media and I, and retro things are big on social media. So I thought... Steam, you're like a steampunk steampunk personal trainer. Exactly. <laughs> a, personal steam, a personal steam trainer. Have you heard about the Liver King? Uh, I cannot believe you've brought the Liver King up because <laughs> in my any other business notes for this show, oh, I wanted to bring up the Liver King. Let's talk- I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm fucking obsessed. Let's yeah. talk films, then we'll talk Liver King. Yeah, all right, let's quickly get through these films, because um, I really want to talk Liver King. <laughs> How about this one from Josh, Star Shrek? Yep, good. It works, right? Shrek, it's an inter- 
interesting, Shrek. There's been like a Shrek renaissance. Everyone on the internet is completely obsessed with Shrek. Yeah, it's... Specifically Shrek 2. It's sort of difficult to pass the internet when it gets obsessed with something like this because it's sort of ironic, but it's also not. Like, people genuinely love it, but to the point they've sort of exaggerated the love so much that it's sort of gone into an irony territory. But it's... Yeah, but like, I've been watching TikToks that try and convince me that the fairy godmother's rendition of Holding Out for a Hero is the greatest song of all time. And they're completely straight. They're played totally straight. What, what, where are we? I don't know, you know? Shre- Shrek is a cultural phenomenon, despite... I, as a, when was the last time there was actual sh- Shrek stuff out in the world? Did you say you're watching TikToks? Yeah. So here's a weird thing I was thinking about during the week. I remember when you first got a TikTok account on the Dream Factory podcast mm-hmm, over mm-hmm. two years ago, sort of ironically... Saying yeah. that we, you were going to be the first TikTok millionaire. Uh, and I was. <laughs> it's just... Yeah. I, but now we use was, it unironically. I was so far ahead of the game with TikTok. I thought it was the stupidest thing. I remember, I think it must have been Old Street Station. There were ads everywhere for TikTok. Like just in your face, moving ads, so many ads. And no one really knew what it was. I thought, I'm going to just download this to see what it is. And it was like, it must have been when Twitter first came out and there were lots of 40-year-olds making stupid jokes about, oh, people just shouting about their dinner. That's basically what I, my attitude towards TikTok. And yeah, it's uh, it's gone absolutely loco. Now it's a real thing. Well, there we go. But I, 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 think I, I think I might have made the first TikTok in the UK and I think you were probably in it, John. That's how ahead of the curve we were. Incredible scenes. Uh, Star Shrek. Yeah. Um, right. He looked great in one of those outfits. So what, you think he's on the Voyager. They don't go to a planet and Shrek's there. Oh, that makes more sense, right? The they Shrek land universe on. They is land in the swamp. Planet. Yeah. In our universe, in the future. Yes. And I they like land that. there, and the whole gang's there. Yeah, there you go. And then, but ultimately, you would do want to see him in one of the outfits. So maybe he becomes part of the team. They recruit him. Yeah. What sort of? What What unique skills does Shrek have that he could offer to it? Well, the problem is, is I was strong? thinking I was thinking we'd put him in sort of engineering because he's got the strength. Why? But then I thought uh-huh. maybe I've stereotyped because Sc- Scotty is the, the head of engineering and he's also Scottish. Have I just decided that's that very Scottish true. people? And Shrek, Shrek famously is Scottish. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got an accent, yeah. hasn't he? Uh, yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know if Mike Myers is nailing it. Really. <laughs> he's doing an accent. He's doing somewhere. an accent. That's true. Yeah, I like uh, the that. more of that, the better. Yeah, I I, think... any excuse to get Mike Myers back in the public consciousness. You know, like for. one of the last things he did was like host a, t- a TV game show in character. No way. Yeah, there's like a TV game show in America, like you know, like a primetime game show, and it was just Mike Myers in character as this British guy was the host. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> Strange. Um, yeah, bring on Austin Powers four. And, and Mike Myers, the other like, mo- most recent thing I remember, wasn't he in? Was it in a tar- a recent Tarantino film where he plays... Inglourious Church- Bastards, yeah. Is it Churchill? No, he's not Churchill. He's just like a guy in Churchill's office. And he's also... He plays a record exec in that Queen film. He just sort of cameos as these weird British guys. <laughs> and, <laughs> and exclusively takes you out of the movie. There is no, I've never seen it. Of course. Mike Myers but- cameo where I've gone, yeah, that's... No, oh, I'm still in the film. I've always gone, yeah, now I'm watching Mike Myers do a bit. But I'd counter that by saying... Have you ever not wanted it? Has a Mike Myers cameo <laughs> ever happened and you've and you've been disappointed? No way. No, Always. that's true. I, if Mike Myers as a British, random British character could cameo in every single film, I'd be happy. <laughs> Get it made. What about this one from Ula? 
the bark fight so it's like a dog version of the dark knight i guess Mm. Mm -hmm. the the only thing about the bark fight is dc are releasing a film called the league of super pets this year fuck off what what did you just say dc are releasing a film this year called the league of super pets and as film yeah live action no it's animated but it's got like the rock and kevin hart in because obviously it does what who are the super pets so like there's superman's dog there's what yeah why have they got have they got powers yeah they they've got i think they basically got the same powers as their owners how i don't know Maybe they had dogs on Krypton. Who knows? I don't know the exact ins and outs of this joke. I just know that there is an animated kids film called the Le- DC's League of Super Pets coming out this year with The this Rock is... and Kevin Hart. I don't, can't believe I don't know anything about this. The it... DC League of Super Pets. It might have been postponed to next year. I know that they've DC have been moving some films around recently. That's not my issue with it, John. The fact <laughs> it's coming out this year isn't my issue with it. <laughs> well, it's not interesting. A, kid- a kidnapped? Okay, I'm in. So Superman... <laughs> gets kidnapped oh so the the heroes get and kidnapped so do the, the dogs oh so kidnap and the rest yeah, yeah 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 so the the all of the justice league get kidnapped the dogs have to are you are you suddenly in i'm so in has that command got like a goldfish you would hope wouldn't you you can't have an underwater dog you can't have an underwater dog you've always said that john what's an animal that works well on land and sea because you can't have a dolphin and then when they get to land, he's just the dolphin's just sort What's of. What's an animal that works well on land and sea? A frog? Yeah. Some sort of seal? Yeah. A penguin? Penguin? But they're just not as good, are they? Like, hmm. What, in terms of making them superheroes? Yeah, a turtle's yeah. good. And they've been superheroes, famously. Oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, my God. All right. So the film features a hound named Ace who becomes super strong and indestructible. A turtle named Merton who becomes super fast. That's fun. Yeah, irony. A, squ- a squirrel named Chip who gains electric powers. Again, irony. Because um, they're, they're not Famously electric. not electric. And, <laughs> and, and a pig named PB who can grow to a giant size. I'm in. Why? I'm 100% in. What's PB? Because my head went to personal best. Peanut butter. Uh, a little pig called peanut butter who can become... Ma- I'm sold. A massive pig. A massive you, pig. As you'll notice, I, I went for personal best because uh, I'm really into the, the world of... Um, techno punk uh, fitness at the minute so peanut butter <laughs> peanut butter is also good to be fair you gotta make those um, ads think, in the I kitchen it, joe exactly abs start in the kitchen there you go super pets what was the actual thing bark, the bark fight. fight who knows mm. would you like another one from me joe <laughs> i would this one's from lizzie p.s i love blue the band or just jokes for dads i think the uk naughties boy band is mm-hmm. interesting then well blue yeah i guess i all so the color in general What's the story of PS I Love You? Someone writes letters. They write letters. Do they write letters across time? No, <laughs> they don't write letters across time, do they? It's, it, it, it's, it doesn't seem that far from that. It is um, Gerard Butler is the is the man, and I believe he's dead. He's playing Anthony Costa. Oh, sorry, <laughs> he's, Anthony. He's dead, and he sends his his partner letters that bring her hope, strength, and inspiration, and make her feel as if he is standing by her each step of the way. So I assume, like, yeah. She, I'd, I assume he knew he was dying and sent a bunch of letters to be scheduled to sort of arrive at convenient times and it's all heartfelt and romantic. So one of the band knows they're breaking up. Oh. he's He's got a tip-off from somebody at the record label. Mike Myers is playing a record exec <laughs> and he overhears Mike Myers saying, you know, Blue aren't shagadelic anymore. 
get out of my swamp. I don't know. And But he can't break it to the boys because it will break their hearts. So Anthony Costa, played by Gerard Butler, <laughs> writes letters to them all that they only discover upon the band's record deal being cancelled. And the letters are lyrics and they form Blue's comeback album. I love it. It's beautiful. Um, Basically a perfect film. I just... it. Yeah, I guess. I'm just trying to think is... What, what? I I said I loved it, Joel, and then I thought about it and I don't know what, what you just said. It's sort of made... So Anthony Costa knows the band's going to break up. The rest of them don't know. So he sends yeah. them letters in the past mm-hmm. for them to get once the band has broken up. Mm-hmm. But it can't be the label causing them to split up. It has to be one of the members, Lee. Okay, okay. Lee is not happy. He wants to go solo. The classic artistic yeah. differences. And there's something about these letters that he's sent in the past. But crucially, Anthony Costa is still alive. So he could crucially. just be sending them in real time. I, che- I check every morning. <laughs> um, he's and I said, say, and I, te- I text you, don't I, every morning. And I say, P.S. I love Blue. Uh, I say, yeah, and that means he's alive. We don't know what I'm going to say when, it, when the day Anthony Costa dies. Um, we'll, we'll find out. Be a sad day. There you go. PSL of Blue. I'm into that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, were you not a Blue man? Uh, blue Dabba D by Eiffel 65. Yeah, but not the band Blue. It was a no, not even secretly. Nah, they were right. All rise. Who are your? Who, I know you're obviously very cool and you like uh, cool music, but who were your secret? Who were your secret pop pop princes and princesses? There's nothing secret about I, it. Either, kid, I was either, club either, kid. Either of the bedding fields. Yeah, I can't. I wouldn't. I was going to say I wouldn't push them out of bed, which isn't your question. Hor- awful if they were both in your bed. Awful if they were both in your bed. What sort of horrible thing? I'd have to there? push one of them out of there. Yeah. What? What is? What are we doing, Joel? Should I say another film idea? I'll say one if you want me to say Please one. Please do. I'm not afraid. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I am Shed End. Chelsea Hooligan, the last surviving man in an apocalypse. That's from Tom. So there is a, a... a, a, st- a stand at Chelsea called the Shed End. Yep. Um, it's where the ultras, I guess you'd call them, tend to be. 
obviously it's a play on I Am Legend. So it is a football hooligan against an army of vampires. And is this specifically a Chelsea thing, the Shed End? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the name of one of their stands. How are they feeling? Every ground, every ground doesn't have a shed end. I don't know. Could be like <laughs> football lingo. How are they all feeling? It's just a shed. All the fans stand in a big shed to watch the game at one end of the ground. Are they all called? Are you like a shed ender and proud or something? Um, I think you're a little shed boy. Ah, oh. <laughs> they seem so cute. They are cute. Yeah. Hooligans versus so, yeah. zombies feels like. There was like a an era where that sort of film was getting made and it would have starred our good friend Danny Dyer and what's his face? Who's the who's the big man who was a footballer who uh, was an X-Men as well? Vinnie Jones. Vinnie Jones, thank you. Yeah, 100%. 100%. They would, they would be the last two remaining football fans. Uh, hey, maybe they're rival football fans that have to put aside their differences to fight the zombie hordes. I love that. They're both London boys, right? But I don't know, like, their club affiliate. But that actually makes it good as long as they're rival London clubs, right? Yeah, that's absolutely ideal. And London's the perfect setting for a zombie apocalypse. So, do you know, I found, I learned something about I Am Legend today. Tell Not me Not today. <laughs> At some point recently, mm-hmm. since I last spoke to you about I Am Legend, which I think was yesterday. That was just after the Anthony Costa text I got. It was, yeah. I've not read the book. Have you read the book? No. Do you know about the book? No. So in the in the movie, have you seen the movie? I have, but I can't really remember it. So Will Smith is the last guy on earth and he's uh, fending off these vampiric zombies who only come out in the dark. And he's like trying to get to some sort of safe haven, I think. Mm. Because there's, re- you know, with all of these things, I don't know how they get this information, but there's always like, in the Midwest somewhere, there's this sanctuary where everyone's having a nice time. Like people just... Don't they? They seem to know that. How does Will Smith know that when he thinks he's the only man left in the world? Anyway, so they're trying to get to this. He's trying to get to this sanctuary, and I think at the end of the film, spoiler alert, if you're planning on watching the sort of not particularly well-reviewed movie from probably 15 years ago, I Am Legend. Stop listening now. I think he makes it to the sanctuary at the end, right? Classic. You know, he he's had a torrid 95 minutes in this film, and then the final shot is like him looking at the gates of this place and falling to his knees. In the book. What actually happens is the Will Smith character realises that he's the problem and that now the world is overrun by these creatures. They're all fine. They're like living their own little peaceful existence. And he's the antagoniser. And I think he kills himself or something like that. And that's how they originally pitched the film. But then the film studio said, you can't. You can't do that. This is Hollywood. Now, here's the confusing bit, because I'm fairly confident in the what's the like the original edit like the 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 one that comes out of cinema he dies at the end he blows himself up i'm sure well i'm not sure oh does he so but i fa- but i'm also fairly confident there is a director's cut where he survives at the end and the reason why that is of note and interesting is because literally in the last like week they've announced that there's going to be a sequel starring michael b jordan and will smith so is it the continuation of this the director's cut rather than the actual cinematic version or is it pre is it a prequel just de-age everyone i i was legend what's it called i will be legend surely if it's a prequel i will yeah good point you are legend and he's handing over the reins to michael b jordan there's gonna be a sequel man hollywood is such a crazy place like i am legend no one is thinking about i am legend it came out 15 years ago i thought i thought i thought it had been brought up because someone had seen it in the news thought i could do a pun on this i am a legend 
Maybe it was, but that is kind of, Don't you think that's crazy? Also, like, sequel? it's worth mentioning that uh, as weird as Hollywood is, the chances of it actually happening are still relatively slim at this point. It's just been announced. It doesn't actually mean it will happen. No, I don't. I think if you get Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan attached to anything, yeah, that's true. That, that's happening, isn't it? That's an absolute guaranteed license to print money. I'll be. I'll watch it. Maybe it's like I've a just... relaunch reboot, so they don't really. You, they'll make it clear you don't have to have seen I Am Legend. I'm excited for the third one in the trilogy that will come out in 2037. Yeah. If you're a child actor right now, start auditioning for, yeah. <laughs> for I Am Legend 3. Uh, what about this one from Alex? July, the sequel to June. Very good. It's a, it, it's a pun. Uh, it's good. I like it. Have you I seen like June? I haven't. No, that's Whoa. bad, isn't it? Because it's the, it's the big film everyone likes. Yeah, I, no, I, I, it was an issue. I think because it came out. Did it come out during a sort of heightened COVID times, worrying times? I don't think I was really socialising too much, and the there there's a problem in my otherwise incredibly peaceful, tranquil household, and that problem is Blade Runner twenty forty seven, and now it's extremely difficult to convince my lovely, loving, long term girlfriend Emma to watch any sort of sci fi because she found that film just a complete ordeal and too long and too boring and so now if i'm walking in there with you know my tail between my legs saying look you didn't like blade runner but how about a film where less happens you know it's the same director as well do i didn't stop to interest? yeah of course oh, yeah, fine, yeah of just course. checking but yeah. like we loved arrival and stuff like oh, but fine it's just now it's just now a tricky sell you know i think that's fair enough i would say if you weren't a fan of blade runner 2049 uh yeah 49 is it 49 not 47 I think it's 49 mm. uh yeah, that would make sense i would say it would be a struggle to convince someone to watch june yeah and the signs were all there really because emma had never seen blade runner so the day before we we're going to watch it i said let's watch the original and she fell asleep maybe five minutes in but we'd already booked our tickets to see the sequel <laughs> at the cinema so um went and watched that and i don't know have you ever had an experience like this have you ever been in a cinema and known that your person the person you're with is not enjoying the film and they're not express. They're, no, they're not being rude. They're not expressing it outwardly. But you know, you can just sense when you're sat next to someone. Yeah, not a nice feeling. Uh, it's quite selfish of them. That? Could they hide it better? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could they somehow conceal their aura? Just you know, she's not sat. It's not like she's sat there going, oh, yeah, oh, like I do when she takes me to a film I don't like. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just tricky. It's just tricky. Have you, and on the reverse of that, have you ever been taken to see a film and absolutely hated it? Ooh. I don't think I've ever been taken to see a film. I don't think in all of my life. No, okay, someone ever picked the film. And mm. maybe you're not too keen, but you play you play a game, right? It's all compromise trade-offs. You think I'll keep this one in the bank and then when the next Marvel film comes out, kablam. I remember a very long time ago. This is like first girlfriend territory. I went to mm-hmm. see uh, That film where the train the train comes at the screen and you all run out because <laughs> you're old. Very good. <laughs> It was. Uh, you went to see Nosferatu. <laughs> it was another Gerard Butler rom com on the subject. Actually, wow. it was that one where he played like three hundred. <laughs> so romantic and comedic, right? It's him and Jennifer Aniston, and I think one of them's like a crook, and the other yeah. one's trying to get them yeah. for their criminality, and they end up on a hot air balloon and kiss. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, honestly, and I saw, I've seen one day at the cinema which would definitely not have been one i would have picked to see but i'm just happy mm-hmm. to, i'm just happy to go to the cinema job yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, generally, I'm happy to go to cinema. I did go and watch the film Mother! Exclamation mark. Oh, yeah. And I fucking hated that so much. I hated it so, 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 so much. It was just the most horrible experience, and it was gruesome and stressful and, like, really claustrophobic. And I spent the whole time thinking, just leave. Just leave. Just leave the cinema. Leave the cinema. There's a bit in it that is so brutal... I just couldn't deal with it. Did the did did your partner enjoy it, or were you both just stressed? I think she maybe did. I think she maybe was stressed as well. Fine. Well, not fine. I've heard it's a very stressful film, and it's all like allegories and stuff. And if you read about it afterwards, it sort of makes it interesting. But the experience of watching yeah. the film is not fun. No. No. Anyway, not like the films we're pitching. How about this one from Beck, friend of the show, longtime friend of the show. I would say the most prolific endorser of the Dream Factory. <laughs> kind of um the only uh, reason like we got back together like a real right or die. Yeah, exactly the only reason any if anyone with the thing is anyone with a blue tick tick tweets guys where's the dream factory we'll just make one it doesn't <laughs> matter who they are farage he could tweet it farage got a blue- anyway um this is from beck the king cons man king kong's man love it king cons kong not con the big monkey the not ki- grifter the king's con man isn't really a pun or anything, but it sounds like a fun film. Uh, the King's like Kongsman uh, also sounds like a fun film. A uh, big gorilla in a nice suit. I'm already... I'm exactly, there. exactly. A nice umbrella. And the problem with that is it's so hard to be covert when you're King Kong. <laughs> it just is. It is. Stealth's not really in his arsenal. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's, it's about how there's been a long line of Kongsmen for years and years and years sort of secretly doing the bidding of the royal family. Ah. Yeah. Is that, that what the Kingsman's about? I don't think they work for the royal family. But yeah, it's basically just a it's basically just sort of like Bond turned to 11, but yeah, they're so, sort of a secret society of incredibly posh people. Except they're not cuz the main guy, I want to say his name is Eggsy, he's just a normal guy. Yeah, the guy from Gold Looking Chain. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Him and Maggot <laughs> infiltrate a secret society. Do you know the other day, John, I was on a train um, and I was <laughs> stood up. So I was only spy? on the train. I was only on the train. Almost. I was only on the train for about five minutes. And I was stood up. And the guy stood to my left, maybe three feet away from me. This is bad. I always do this. But he was watching something on his phone. Yeah. And I had to know what it was. So I just sort of engineered myself. I turned a little bit and I looked over. And he was watching Kingsman, one of the Kingsman films. And then I knew, and I was happy that I knew. As I turned back to my right, there was somebody sat down, also watching something on their phone. And they were also watching a Kingsman film. And I thought I was going mad. I thought I was in the middle of some sort of prank. They were like <laughs> the only two people anywhere near me. And like they were gorilla marketing. Kingsman. Gorilla. Hey, very good, very good. And I wonder whether I should have introduced them. Ah, oh. well, They might become firm friends. Well, in the UK, the, the Kingsman, I think that's what it's called, came out on Disney mm-hmm. Plus recently. So maybe they just were taking Maybe that was it. That. Maybe it was the day of release. Well, there you go. If you're one of the marketers behind that film congratulations Congratulations. Uh, on the um subject of bad spies like the gorilla gorilla being a bad spy i've got this memory etched in my brain from one time when i was like a teenager and i was in a car with a mate and we were driving uh, i come from a town called marlow in buckinghamshire which is a town with like but it's like you pretty quickly you're in the sticks so like we were just driving through Mm -hmm. the middle of nowhere and Mm -hmm. at a t-junction where i promise you there was only fields anywhere else so where T-junction roads, fields, cows. That's what mm-hmm, you're picturing, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, On mm-hmm. that corner was a man in a trench coat 
reading a newspaper, like big wide <laughs> like out wide in front of his head, like the world's worst spy. Like what I don't, what was happening? Amazing. Did you not go over to him and say something like the rooftops in Petrograd are snowy this year? Did you not try and get some sort of briefcase yeah, from Yeah, I wish. I wish I had. It was yeah, it's one of those things that Maybe, I have no idea, but it's just etched in my brain. Maybe he's a brilliant spy because if you go that over the top, no one thinks you're a genuine spy. Which is why gorillas are perfect spies. Brilliant. Bang. Done. There we go. Beck, you're a genius. Right. Should we do our own film ideas? Please. Here's one from me. Blade of Glory. Some sort of vampire on ice. Love it. No, is Blade a vampire or a vampire killer? Uh, he's a daywalker, so he is a vampire who can go out in daytime. So he's both. Uh, there you go. And he gets he um, the Winter Olympics... The a doping program of a country has turned them all into vampires because they've acts. This is good, actually. Hang Exchange on. blood. They've, yeah, they've, they've been. Yeah, they're doing blood exchange. They've done it with a vampire. So an entire team at the Winter Olympics is vampires, and they are killing all of the other athletes in the Olympic Village. And so they recruit a, a, a ice. <laughs> an ice skate. I couldn't think of the word skater. Then I think of an ice skating former athlete to recruit and train him up and you know you can imagine like slicing the throat of a vampire with the blades of a ice skate Absolutely. this is actually quite good yeah and the the, the war the ice on this rink is mm-hmm. frozen holy water so they they can't touch yes. it yes that's good that's uh, really good and yeah they, there must be something about the blade being also like a stake that you can stake them through the heart with yeah perfect um no, I like this a lot. And also, Winter Olympics is good because this year it happens to be in one of those countries where in the winter there's only one one hour of sunlight. So a lot of the events are being done in the dark anyway. Yes, ideal. Absolutely ideal. I, there you go. I think this is actually a good idea, guys. Shit. Unlike Nobody mine. steal this. Uh, What's yours? Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. <laughs> it's a B movie, yeah. but there's Jedi, I guess. Okay. he's a Obi-Wan's a B? Mm-hmm. Yes. I would I would watch like Star I've Wars, but they're all small. All the okay. Jedi have been kidnapped, and their pets <laughs> have to save them. <laughs> and one of them has a bee as a pet. <laughs> That's really sweet. Did you ever hear hear that thing when you were a kid that you could catch a bee? Imagine if this is only really specific to my childhood. It's going to be <laughs> mad. You can catch a bee, put it in the freezer, and then tie a little bit of string around it take it out of the freezer it'll reanimate but then you've got it on a little bit of string and it's like a little pet that's a famous thing from everyone's childhood isn't it i i don't actively recognize it but at the same time i don't not recognize it so it's fine john you've got you've got a kid you'll be probably freezing bees (laughs) it'll be a couple of years but you'll be freezing bees won't you i'm gonna get our whole hives worth he's gonna be like carried off by the bees (laughs) the king of the bees they just slowly all spring back to life at his feet just slightly start levitating off the ground i would Hmm. Is it cruel? It sounds cruel, doesn't it? it to freeze fe- a bee. It feels like something that we uh, do not condone. It sort of feels. I don't know. I was probably into that around the same sort of time I was into sea monkeys and that kind of thing. I never got sea monkeys to properly work. Like, as no, in no live. one has, they? <laughs> Horribly. <laughs> properly work. You're yeah. sending, sending them out to do jobs. <laughs> um, oh, I like it, John. I'm into it. Thank you very much. Well, hey, well done, everyone. Yeah, well done. John, well done. Listener, well done for sending in your ideas. And even if you're not sending in your ideas, thank you for just sending in your ears and listening. send in your ideas as well as your ears. Yeah, please send in your ideas. God, we're desperate. Um, (laughs) That's that. John, what was your favourite idea today? Mm, 
Star Trek is solid. It gets a ch- it just yep. it works. It's solid. It gets a chuckle. I thought your one was good. I thought Blade of Glory was good. Yes, I win. Thanks everyone <laughs> for watching Blade of Glory when it comes out in two years' time. And I'm a billionaire, and I forget about this podcast. And John, and I can just afford to freeze all the bees I like. <laughs> Cheers, John. So, John, it is very crazy to me that we both wanted to talk about the Liver King. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what up, what up, primals? How do you? So, how do you know about the Liver King? I was, uh, I was listening to a podcast about it. Uh, okay, and then I obviously immediately uh, checked out his Instagram. Um, he's mm-hmm, mm-hmm, a very mm-hmm. bubbly man, in- physically. Like, you don't see many men as bubbly as him. I so he came up when I was scrolling through TikTok. I use TikTok. I'm very young. And he always addresses the camera, what up primals? And usually he's sort of showing you what he's having for dinner. And typically it is, bear in mind, all of this is raw. Heart, liver, something he calls the liver king concoction. Um, No vegetables. Sometimes he'll have like pork rind and call it a salad. And then just various other bits of animal. Normally bone marrows in there as well. And it's just all laid out in front of him. And it's just raw meat. And that's all he eats. Uh, He's in equal parts totally ripped but also clearly so out of shape like whenever he speaks the man's out of breath even if he's just sat at his dinner table and he's got like you say he's a bubbly man he's got a massive six-pack huge arms but you can't he can barely get a sentence out without being out of breath the whole thing is amazing i would recommend everyone goes and looks at the liver king i've watched every single thing that he's posted to tiktok i'm obsessed with him recently he was filming a series where he was just walking around new york and like doing push-ups and stuff, but in just tiny red shorts. And he's in like Grand Central Station, New York, doing push-ups just in his tiny little shorts. It, he if, is. If my amazing. knowledge of what, York, what did the podcast say about him? Oh, it was called ICYMI. It's about internet culture. So they were just like talking about how um, obviously that diet is is a terrible idea for the for the record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, raw meat. Uh, but Heidi Montag from The Hills, I believe that was mm-hmm. the show she was in. Today I saw a picture. She was papped uh, with a ziplog with a kidney in it, just a raw kidney that she was just chewing on the street. Mate, the Liver King, <laughs> he's thinking ahead. He's got serious influencer powers. Um, yeah, and he's also like some of his videos are like sort of mad as well. Like um, he's anti chemicals in like sort of all forms, except for the ones that he's not against, which he doesn't talk yeah. about. Um, yeah. So, like, he doesn't like sunscreen, so he did a video where he shot a bunch of sunscreen with a machine gun, and he he's scared about the chemicals in a bed, so he yeah, drove a yeah, tank yeah, over yeah. it. Well, so, the bed thing, his bedroom, no mobile phones, no technology is allowed in the bedroom. Fine. It's a, it's a sanctuary where there's zero technology, but not even, like, a clock. Well. There's nothing in there. And his bed, yeah, his bed is, like, a wooden construction that lots of beds are but it's very different you should go and look at it on thingy but he's got a wife he's got a couple of kids that i think he calls little primals or something primal one and primal two maybe uh and the liver queen is obviously his wife naturally i love them i love them uh yeah i don't condone anything that man uh does or says but i do (laughs) anyway it's half one john i'm off to go and eat scoop out some bone marrow that's fresh from a cow let's do this thing bye Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener